Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Doctor, doctor. I'm screaming is a Wednesday morning and that means time now for us to get our weekly doctor visit with our favorite family physician Dr. Stan Anderson. Good morning Dr. Stan. How are you? Hey Pam, it's great to talk to you. Okay, so it's the what the heck effect. Although we could put another word in there, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well technically it was another word, but um I I think it's it's more appropriate to call it the what the heck effect. Yeah. I love I love this topic because um I I think people I think this affects affects people without them even realizing it. Yeah, so uh, one of the things we talk about every single year at the end of the year and at the beginning of the year are new year's resolutions. And so many people make all of these goals and they want to achieve them all. They want to try to get everything done. And usually the average person only stays with their New Year's resolution for about three to four weeks. So the question is when you see your healthcare provider and they recommend some changes and you decide that you're going to do something new. So someone walks into the office and they say, okay. I'm going to stop eating fast food. I'm going to exercise five days a week, and I'm going to drink 10 glasses of water. And then they come back or something happens, and they're not meeting their goal. And what happens? They feel frustration. They feel shame. They, they claim that they were cheated or tempted or there was a party or there was something that happens. This is a cycle that robs people of the best that they can be, or at least better that they can be. And what it happens is, is for most of us, it's that whole feeling of when there's a rule, when we vow, we're going to be good, we're going to do the right thing. And we can't keep up with it. It leads to shame and guilt. And so I would like to get your perspective on how you feel or how some of your friends or family feel when they don't achieve the goals, the ideals that they set, and how do they respond to it? Yeah, that happens all the time. It's how I get stuck in a weight loss, weight gain, weight loss cycle. It happens all the time because then you get, you know, when you don't see results or you don't see something occurring from what you're trying to do, then you're like, oh, well, forget it. I'm like, you know, or, oh, 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 wait, it's vacation. I can, you know, I'll try better next week. That kind of stuff. That's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be perfect all the time. <laughs> and, and it really is that when you have excessive restraint, so people that are trying to lose weight, you set the goal, you set the bar really high. 
Um, and then there's something that happens. You go to a party, there's a cruise, there's a vacation, there's a birthday, and you end up having a bad day or an overindulgence day. What we oftentimes do is just throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. So it's, it's that whole negative emotions reinforce that cycle of breaking food rules, overeating, and the restriction that goes with it. So we see that not just with people that end up eating when they're trying to lose weight, but also people that are trying to kick a habit. So people that drink alcohol, people that uh, vape, people that smoke, people that end up using some kind of a drug. Um, When you go to places like um, um, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, um, Overeaters Anonymous, the goal that they have is perfection. And so they end up telling people, we really want you to live the kind of life that doesn't have that. Oftentimes when people, they have a setback, their guilt is just overwhelming for so many people. And they binge drink or they binge eat. Or, and quite frankly, if we could knock out, this is a separate topic, if we could knock out people who binge drink, we would knock out more than 50% of unwanted pregnancies and unintended sexually transmitted diseases because it is alcohol, which is the number one product that increases behavior that people afterwards wish, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. So, yeah, the the perfectionistic of I must be 100%, we want the thing that we can't have. So if we put that outside of the realm of I will never step beyond this one step, um, yeah, that ends up then being that's what I want the most. And that's so common. We want what's forbidden. When we give ourselves this, this is the restraint that will never go over. That is a food that is off limits or it's bad. The cravings for those foods end up being so much higher and the shame with eating it ends up being just that much higher. So it's something that mm. is much, much more common in medicine, in life. And um, I, there, there seems to be a little bit of a difference between younger people and people that are over the age of 50. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the interesting thing is, is that younger people tend to set higher un- – unrealistic goals. I, I, I have people that come in and they say, yeah, I want to get back to the weight that I was when I was 18 years old. People that are over the age of 50, they probably tried to get back to the weight when they were 18 and realized how hard it was. So their goals or their um, approach to it tends to be not quite as overdramatic or not quite as much. But I was hoping to get your opinion on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, first I'll say I can't remember what weight I was when I was 18, so that doesn't (laughs) (laughs) – but, yeah, let's bring producer Billy in because, you know, he is is younger, and he – I would like his perspective. Billy, what do you – I mean, is that some – or do you feel like you're, you know, a perfectionist? How do you go about that stuff? I do think a a lot of people that are, you know, in their – uh, younger or mid twenties do shoot pretty high. Um, but I've actually been seeing a lot about something called the dirty room theory, which is 
when you have a dirty room, it's so intimidating to just think you're going to pick all this up or clean everything. But if you take one thing at a time, slowly but surely the room's clean. So I think a lot of people have been talking about that with weight loss and getting in shape is you make one change at a time and eventually it, it gets a little easier rather than just saying, okay, I'm done eating fast food. I think a lot of people in my age are talking about more like if I cut this out, then this out, then, then all of a sudden, you know, it's a big change. So I'm not necessarily a cold turkey perfectionist, but, you know, I try to make little changes that add up. There you go. Dirty room theory, Dr. Stan. I love that. that. Yeah. Billy, you are you are wise beyond your years. I I love what you say. I, I constantly tell people, start with one thing. And I usually use the analogy, make your bed every morning. Make that your morning routine habit. That is something which isn't going to take you hours to do. Start with something simple. Make your bed. That's what they teach you in the Army. That's one of the first things that you have to do. That's one of the things that many of us have just kind of said, you know, it doesn't matter. If my bed's not made when I get back home at the end of my day, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just get back into the bed. Getting in the bed that is made ends up giving you at least the satisfaction of knowing that I have taken one step. It may not be much, but make your bed. So this is my plea to all younger people that are trying to live lives of meaning and purpose and getting things accomplished. Start with something simple. Make your bed. Starting there, you will then be able to at least use that as a springboard upon which you can then make choices in your life that will make you the person that you eventually want to be. Start with simple. Make your bed. My gosh, my mother was right. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. That's a lot. That's that's great stuff, Dr. Stan. Honestly, that for and it goes for a lot of different parts of your life. I mean, you know, not just weight loss or anything like that, but a lot of different things. And I love this discussion. We'll have to talk more about it. And we'll do that. We'll we'll talk again next Wednesday. How's that sound? Okay, thanks, Pam. I look forward to it.